0: Welcome to the first episode of the Hear Me Out podcast. Each week you will hear from different hosts and guests as we explore social topics sent in from listeners or brought to the table.
1: This podcast is a platform for anyone and everyone to feel included. Be heard and share their voice and story. We hope you enjoy this first episode and look forward to hearing some eye-opening conversations as we hear people out.
0: Hear me out. Hi, welcome to the Hear Me Out podcast. My name is Dean and I'm with the lovely...
1: Grace. So, Dean, how are you? How's your week been?
0: Well, it's been very busy, very busy. I'm just planning for the up and coming projects that I'll be starting soon. Um, how, how's your week been?
1: My week's been good. It's been good. It's been okay. Um, but I was on my way here. While I was on my way here, I came across these like, weird stats, which really shocked me. And it was literally on like... The amount of food banks that
0: people are using it's funny you should say that actually because um recently my mum was offered a food food parcel and she felt so ashamed to take it like she was like we don't need this we don't need it." she took it in and you know what she did she gave it to my next door neighbour and I was like okay that's fair enough she's like yeah I don't really need it so I was like why didn't you put your name down for it she just said oh I thought it might save me some money I was like so why did you feel embarrassed when it came then I was like Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't see the I didn't I didn't understand the thought process behind it so I'm just trying to understand like why people feel a way using these sort of things and why why do they have to use them is it what what is is the cost of living is going so high that they can't Mm -hmm. afford basic necessities what what do you think it is Grace?
1: Right, well, like, one of the things I was reading was that there's been, like, an 81% increase within the past five years of food bank usage. But I think some of the terms, I read an article, and some of the terms that were there were, like, inadequate diet and food insecurity. And the way it's even worded it just makes you feel like some poor person who needs food. But I think the issue always with the news and with stuff is that they don't actually address the why. Why people need food. Why people can't afford it. You know, austerity has gone up food prices have gone up, inflation's on the rise and wages haven't increased. So of course people are going to need food, right? But um, in terms of your mum, I think that's really interesting as well. I lived in Oxford when I was younger and I would never, ever go to a food bank. For me, it's just, it, it just made me feel like, oh, like if I go there, then it really means like I'm in need. So, you know? so my
0: mum didn't actually go to the food bank because mm. she's considered a vulnerable old person. Right. Um, her, one of her friends put her name down for it and they would come around, knock on the door and give it to you. Right. And my mum was so embarrassed. She, 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 she took the food, but she felt so embarrassed. Like wow. she's like, obviously she's, she's not in need of it. Like, mm. like obviously I work so I bring in enough money so where we can kind of eat what we want, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. And, but growing up, that wasn't always the case. And maybe that's the issue. Like, so food's always been a big thing for me. Like yeah. I, it's it's not the it's the not haves. So, you know, like how can I explain? Like, so growing up, I can remember not going without, but I can remember really budgeting and basic foods. I'm talking like corn beef and rice and mum's yeah. stretching it stretching yeah. it like you know it's sometimes it's like do we do you go out or do we eat sort of thing and it's right. like you have to so growing up is food for me it's been massive massive part of my life mm-hmm. and even down to today like I'd still say um I, I, it, it, it sounds funny but like when my mum this is like the food like me and my sister eating I'm like I actually got more food than me, sort me of thing. it's just it's just. It just reverts back to yeah. me. I don't want to be hungry. I don't like that feeling of being hungry. Right, what you do yeah. So I don't. So for me, there's no shame in asking for more. Like yeah. if I need help, there's no shame in it. Right. But I can understand where some people might feel the shame in it. So like, if you're like for me, instance, now, if I, I work, I, I earn enough money to put enough food in my house. Mm-hmm. It, but there's people out here in the same condition as me who are working that are still struggling to. Right because most of their money is going on rent Mm -hmm. travel Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. so they they have to after their after their wage monthly wages are spent they have to go to a food bank to go and get food and i think in that this day and age that's that's criminal i think the wage system needs to be bumped up so people are feeling valued and they, they can what's the word they can fend for themselves. You know, imagine going work in a 40 hour week and you getting out at the end of that 40 hour week, you, you are still wondering whether I can food feed myself on that. That's crazy, right? It's and crazy, especially yeah. what with the, how the energy bills and that are going up as well. So it's going to be, do I keep myself warm or do I eat? It's like, what? It's like soon. It's, it's it, to me, is something needs to be done about it, to be fair. Because it's not just low-income families now that are suffering. Sorry, Grace. Sorry no, no, to interrupt you. No, no, I
1: that's fine. No, no, I think, I think what you said is really interesting. When I lived in a hostel, it was either the rent was so high that if you worked, you have to pay, like, working doesn't make any sense, right? So all of your wages will go on the rent to the extent where you have to be on housing benefits and you have to be on JSA. And it's like, if I'm working 40 hours just to pay rent and just to pay bills and I can't eat, then what's the point of working? Why would I sort of not go on benefits just for the fact that I want to pay my own weight? Because the way isn't working. <laughs> there is no way. It doesn't weight. make sense, right? Yeah, Why right. would
0: you break your back in a 40 hour a week yeah. when you could sit at home and potentially be better off? Yeah. You know what I'm saying so and let your so if you're at home, you're burning less energy. So you, you need to eat less. When you're working, you need to you need to make sure you need to have breakfast, dinner, and lunch. You know I'm saying even like for, for single parent mums mm-hmm. who are at work, during, Thank God for Marcus Rashford and mm. him and him. Um, Alec, what's What's the word? Want to say allocating? Not allocating. Um, I've advocated advocating for yeah. advocating for the school um, dinners, school dinners yeah. for single parents mm-hmm. and low-income families mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. imagine you, during lockdown or mm. your, your kid who's getting school meals,
1: yeah, literally,
0: it's not getting that normal. So that's another another. In, another That's drain two on meals. your income
1: That's too so, imagine That's that so
0: it's you don't understand how much that adds up over the month and the strain that will put on each household, yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. so it get, gets to the point where these young kids weren't getting this food mm-hmm. so they're missing a whole meal a day because their parents can't afford this mm-hmm. and the government weren't willing to step in and do pay for what they had been paying for already so I, I, I'm glad that he advocated for them and then they over, overturned the decision because that helped millions of kids. But at the same time, that's only paper and over the cracks because I know there's young people that are going for it. But there's also adults, young, mm-hmm. uh, young adults who live by themselves, yeah. who are vulnerable, that are, are in the same predicament and are too ashamed to go and ask for help out of well, out of well, the stigma of exactly yeah. no i think there is do you know what i i, I can't lie i think there is mm-hmm. i just think it, it it's the stigma behind it i think if you know where to go and look yeah at, there are food banks out there and there is help yeah but where even you can get limited. like they don't actually give that much so from from what i've
1: studied and from what i've seen they actually don't give like because there are so many people that need food banks. That it's like even the You're food right, it is basic,
0: price. but I think yeah. they're hitting the basic necessities because, you know, yeah. when it comes to food poverty, what's happening now is mm. so it's driving... Have you noticed that every high street has these cheap chicken and chip shops? Of course. And it's killing people. So of you course. can get a dinner for $1.99, pretty much. Yeah. But that's 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 another food poverty thing. So basically, it's affecting our health now because because we can't afford to eat a balanced diet. We're eating high fatty foods, processed food, which is giving us side effects for our mental health, our health, and it's shortening our lives. Mm. So a balanced, a, a balanced diet doesn't just mean, it means like healthy foods. So you're getting the right proteins, mm. right vitamins, Vegetables, everything. Yeah. And yes. we're not getting that if you're going to eat chicken shop every night or you're going to the local chippy every night yeah. greasy like yeah. this is what some of these families are having to put up with and deal with
1: yeah because
0: the income's just not there
1: so one, one of the things i read online is this term called food insecurity mm. where it's like you may get food but it doesn't have enough nutrients, like as it is inadequate
0: exactly, yeah. right
1: so obviously that's where you can see i always give this example at uni where it's like look at past street kensington and then look at peckham past street the difference between the foods you have co-op you have waitress etc do you know i only figured out what Kel was as an adult i think i only figured out what Kel was like three four years ago and it's never on the adverts <laughs> you never you even have to search i didn't know like i even have to find it at the bottom or something in mm-hmm. or Asda. but it's like these things that certain classes aren't even it's not even accessible like yeah. you don't even know about mm. and it's actually not even that expensive but even if you do want to get good quality food, it's like it's so. I'm not to explain it. The price difference, the fact that that shop isn't even in your ends, mm. and of course you're going to go to what you see. And the fact that you can't afford it, so it's like it's like poverty and class inequality just replaying itself, right? Because mm. the food you eat affects the education you have. The food you eat affects your energy. The food you eat affects your life opportunities. In a nutshell.
0: You, so crazy. you hit a nail on the head about education. And I think that's one thing we need to start doing. is Because ed- mm. like, back in the day, and I, I, I don't want to sound chauvinistic or anything, but when you learnt how to cook, it was usually uh, your nan or your mom in the kitchen cooking up and you'd stand by your mom and you'd be watching. That doesn't really happen in the households no more. So you've got these young people growing up, they don't really know how to cook. Mm. So maybe schools need to do more in doing food technology and balanced diets. Because I remember being in school going to food tech and you having the food food will and it's showing you about grains, wheats and whatnot and what's good to eat and what's not good to eat that I don't think they're really showing kids this these days and I think it's having it for the next generation if next couple generations if we don't do something massively to change our outlook on food and how we perceive it Mm -hmm. we're going to have a massive health problem we're going to have a and then it's already here 100% But like, like, not yeah. like America Like America Obesity is through the roof Right mm. But I think we're going down that route mm. Slowly but surely we, we will be there And yeah. that will Not only just put a strain On the families It will put a strain On our infrastructure Like the NHS well. Do you know what I'm saying And that, and that will just have A knock on effect and, and it will snowball Do
1: you know what Do you know what's interesting Is the fact that It took someone like Marcus Rashford To bring something up Like that Right, it's the fact that obviously he, for example, came from let's say a not well-off background, mm. and it took his influence to do it. Right, so obviously we need more people who have experienced things to come We just people who just have compassion. Yeah. Because as I said, when you see let's say a homeless person who's asking for money, the responses are mostly from people who are more well-off, and yeah. they have this sort of like, what's what's the way? It's like I'm better than you type thing attitude. Mm. So it's, it really shows that the need for people who actually care. To come and actually make a difference, because as you said, it's only the certain type of people are eating those types of food, mm. right? The fish and chips, the chicken and chips, the morelies, the KFC, the processed, the etc., etc. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, yeah. Right? And it's in those who are in the certain areas who are doing that. So it takes us. Mm. I wouldn't. I don't even know what "us" means. It takes people who have those experiences and who can.
0: Yeah, hear you. So, what do you think the solutions are we can take to combat these issues surrounding the stigmas?
1: I think um, one of the main things is to normalise needing support. Like, it's not, first of all, the mindset that I need support is wrong and it's embarrassing, has to be taken away. You know, I feel like, yeah, you shouldn't be condemned or be made to feel bad for needing support, for needing to eat. It's a basic necessity. Exactly. And the problem isn't you, the problem is probably society.
0: And how the society, you look, perceive you yeah. for not being able to... To eat correctly. So, do you think um, re educating um, and helping young influencers, well, helping young influencers re educate our young people and enjoy food more better, that yeah. might help?
1: No,
0: that's definitely. Because I, I know we're in a social media driven world and these days, and the young kids look up to these influencers a lot. So, if we, and there's influencers out there like Big Zoo who are doing massively good things with food, mm. and that young kids adore. So, it'd be good for, for him to promote healthy food and, and, and try and stop the stigma surrounding these food banks and usage of food banks. Because mm. there's people out here who are going about and there's no need for them to go about. It's okay. just they're going about out, out, of, out of fear, basically. Mm. Out of fear of being perceived to be something that they're, they're not. And we're all human beings at the end of the day and we all need right nutrients and foods and proteins. Like you said, if we don't get it, we don't live.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like also, in terms of even the types of food, like, letting people know that there's actually healthy food that's available. Like that seems, all, that's all, massive. All healthy food isn't, like, extremely extortionate. Seems, you can yeah. still have a balanced meal and be healthy mm. and not break the back. Uh, yeah, I meal. think that's hugely massive. Yeah, because we feel like what's accessible, for example, young people, was like you see the PFC, the KFC, the mm. movies, et etc., but you can actually also go into Asda, Tesco or Lidl or Aldi and get food that's the same price, but that's actually good for you. Mm. But you have to know about it first, right? Yeah. I guess that's where like, people like Big Zoo and et cetera would come in, where it's like they cook healthy stuff. Yeah. That's not breaking the bank. You know, I think it's just so important.
0: One thing, one, also one other thing that I'd like to mention is we need to create time in our day for these for these actions. You know what I'm saying? I know we, we all live busy, hectic lives mm. and sometimes we don't have time to to maybe the night before the food prep. You know what I'm saying? Because if it's the difference between having chicken and chips or just 10, 15 minutes of prep the next day, mm. you're adding an extra 10, 10 to 15 years on your life. If you're eating chicken and chips every day or mm. you ten before you go to bed you do 10 to 15 minutes of food prep, listen, it can be yeah. life changing yeah. <laughs> let's have it right <laughs> I think it's
1: that education though Do you get it, it is because people don't know that how how much like nutrition impacts your life I
0: didn't know that until I got to the age I am and I started realising my body's like a a, a Ferrari right mm. so I'm going to put some I'm not going to go to the to the to the petrol station and put some dead petrol in my, my, my Ferrari am I mm. I want my Ferrari running purring That's, and it's just, uh, just, just like just like my body, innit? So I'm not, what thing, you're going to go to the chicken and chip shop every day and put it in your body. You're, in, you're not going to be purring. You're going to be, you know what I'm saying? You're going to feel like, going to feel like crap. I can't you're lie. Crap. So you've got to treat your body like it's a temple. And, and that's the main thing I say to every people, everybody. Like convenience eating is okay, but it's not going to be convenient all your life. There's going to come yeah. a stage in your life and you're going to hit that wall and you're going to say, I wish I looked after myself. Yeah, I yeah. wish I took care of myself a bit better.
1: Yeah, I think, and with saying that, that's where, like, the almost stigma or not caring about what people think would have to come in because it's like, if I need to go to the food bank to get the food that I need, then I'm going to go mm. because my health and my body is much more important than the views of other people. Exactly. You get it. But that, that. that education is so paramount because, yeah, I don't even think I understood... Mm. Until it's like I'm turning thirty, and I can see I'm getting love handles, and it's like all oh, right, <laughs> I'm not gonna be skinny forever. <laughs> no problem. Mate. So now I'm now trying to be healthier. Yeah,
0: like listen, there's learning, nothing wrong like, with love handles. There's nothing I'm wrong sl- with love I'm handles. Sl- also, okay, also,
1: but I'm slowing down. Like yeah, I'm not. I'm no longer. Go it's too, it's
0: too. when you start getting the high blood pressures, and mm. you know what I'm saying it's it's the the things you can't see. You know what I'm mm. saying that 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 the, that make a big difference to your life and shorten your life by. Right? Mm. You know and I'm saying like the diabetes but that
1: stuff comes so much later and so you'd much like to
0: think but a diabetes a, the, the, yeah. it's raising in young people you, be, course, you don't definitely. understand like the, I, I, had a, I went to school with a young kid who died of a heart attack I'm 38 years of age he, this was 10 years ago mm-hmm. so that, that was just because he was eating oily processed foods all mm-hmm. his life all his mm-hmm. life and something gave way he weren't working out mm-hmm. something's got to give mm-hmm. I'm saying you've got to have that balance in your life you're gonna be eating rubbish. Balance it with something else. And I'm saying, make sure you work running it off in the gym or doing something to get rid of it.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. one, one thing you just had is just the priority to or the need to prioritize our health. Hmm. That's it, or whatever means possible. Whether it's food banks, whether it's cutting down on certain things, it's just a necessity.
0: It's, we all yeah, need. I think it's, it's well. what we need to do is we all need to slow down a little bit because if you live if you live in your life 100 mile an hour it's like, like you're going to get to that that finish line way quicker than you want to be. Yeah. Does that make sense? So you start a race and you start off 100 miles an hour, you're going to be the first one to cross that finish line. Take your time. Life's not a race. <laughs> no one wants to finish life first.
1: <laughs> Take your time. But you know, you know like the concept you're saying about we're racing, we're running. Mm. And it's like life has to keep moving especially when you can't afford things Mm. do you get what i mean so that's why for example you're saying like somebody's working 40 hours or even more and they still can't because life just continuously keeps moving and that's why i feel like the need for food banks is so necessary because it's like even though life isn't going to stop my balls aren't going to stop my wages aren't going to increase Mm -hmm. do you get it so it's like i need to consistently keep myself going by going to places like food banks or whether it's going to more into wherever somewhere quick so i can keep going And because life is so fast-paced, because bills and everything's on the rise and money isn't on the rise, it just increases the need for feedback even more. So how do you slow down when you can't afford to?
0: You slow down. When I say slow down, I just mean like look after yourself. Mm. Prioritise what needs to be prioritised. Obviously, work needs to be prioritised. But you know what comes before work? Your health. yeah, Because if yeah. you're not fit and healthy, you're no good to nobody at work, anyone in, in your personal life. So you just need to make sure that you're you're prioritising yeah, what, so. what, what yeah. makes sense. you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I didn't the Time to okay. reel it in. Okay, so it's time to wrap it up and let's do some reflection. Grace, you want to do some reflection? Yeah,
1: sure. So I think the biggest thing, one of the things that you had the
0: most for me was taking care of your body. Prioritising
1: your health more than anything. More than stigmas, more than fear. Your health, your well-being, your life is, is what's most important.
0: I'd agree. You can't make anybody make you feel a way about your your own health. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. You're not eating food just because how someone might perceive you. Yeah. Forget them. Trust me. <laughs> eat, your, eat your food. Eat your food. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah.
1: there's
0: nothing wrong in needing
1: support. There's nothing wrong in going to the food bank, especially if you need it. We, all, we
0: all need a little help. In, exactly. in, in our lifetime, yeah, it's not there. Feel no shame about it. OK, it, it, go and get the food. It's out there. It's only going to go to waste if you don't use it. OK, so imagine they have to get rid of these food parcels when mm-hmm. you could be having them. Let's mm-hmm. let's go make use of these, these 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 um food parcels. Please, please, if you get, if you're out here and you're listening, don't feel ashamed. If you need it, please go and get it.
1: Also, listeners, if you've been affected by anything that we discussed today, we have so many amazing links in the bio. So please do not hesitate to go to those resources and also reach out if you do need help. But all in all, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next.
0: On our Thanks, episode. guys. See you next week. Bye. Oi, hear me out, man.